the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program is sponsored by West Automotive Group. The West Automotive Group presents Auto Talk Radio with host Brian Bowersock and co-host Kevin Bowersock. Today's show is brought to you by West Escondido, West El Cajon, West Kearney Mesa, and West Miramar Automotive and Transmission. All part of the West Automotive Group. Get your automotive questions answered. Call Brian and Kevin at 1-888-344-1170. That's 1-888-344-1170. Now, here's your Auto Talk host, Brian Bowersock. All right. All right, folks. Welcome to Auto Talk Radio. I'm your host, Brian Marisak. Sorry, Brendan's all screaming and yelling. We're having a conversation over here and uh we and, weren't paying uh, not, attention. Not paying attention to, to Brendan. <laughs> Sorry, Brendan. <laughs> Good morning. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Auto Talk Radio. And happy Memorial Day where we can uh we remember the fallen. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely, without question. Uh, we do appreciate you joining us on this uh, um, holiday weekend, and I uh, uh, hope we're remembering uh, uh, what this holiday is all about. All uh, br- fallen uh, brethren to all, and sisters to all of us that uh, spent time in the military, and also to folks that didn't, but uh, um, want to say thank you for everything that uh, all the lives that were given for your freedom of this wonderful country. Um, it has been a, um, crazy week, a lot of sadness across the country with, uh, things going on, uh, happening in Texas and other places. Um, so hopefully, uh, seeing into all that and move on here, you know, think about all those people involved and how their, how their, how their lives have been affected and changed. And, uh, it's unfortunate. Um, but, uh, do want to give thanks to all the wonderful, um, and amazing folks that, given their life for your freedom out there and that's what this weekend is about for sure so we appreciate you joining us this morning you can give us a call at 1-888-344-1170 that's 888-344-1170 today we're talking about uh, cost versus price this is one of my favorite shows always so um and you might say well what's the difference in cost versus price well there's a big difference so uh um the price is what somebody quotes you whenever you uh, um, call in for something. If you want to call in and say, how much is it to put a water pump on my car, right? You're going to get a price for that. Am I correct? Yes. Okay. So you, that's easy to look up. You look up the water pump. You can look up the labor, coolant, the labor, all that. Put it all, package it all together, add the tax to it. Boom. You got a price, right? Yes. Okay. Um, cost. Cost is a totally different thing. So than price cost is the end result of what when everything's said and done what it cost you coming out the door so and if the car is not inspected properly or the quality parts aren't put on it properly or all these different variables that fall into play you can end up with uh, a lot higher cost than you had a price a quote so one of the big things that i always talk about is finding a quality facility to diagnose and work on your vehicle extremely important uh, to do so because that keeps the cost down. So once again, uh, you can, you could, uh, call around and the price could be close on all kinds of things, but it's what the cost will be in the, in the end for sure. Uh, so very important stuff. Well, the cost could be, if I got too cheap of a part, it cost could be me sitting on the side of the freeway after I just paid for all this. <laughs> yeah. And what goes into that cost is a tow truck. Yes. You're on the side of the freeway. The time you miss out of work. Yes. Um, and everything else that goes along with that, that, that causes you to, uh, 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 that makes the cost go higher. It's all, all dollars going out the door, right? Yes. So def- definitely one of those things. Uh, um, 
You know, you know the weird thing is, I mean, there's been times where I thought I, I'm buying a cheap part. I mean, it's my car, right? I'm just going to try this part. That was a bad idea. But there's also been times where I spent too much on a part, and that was a bad idea because I should have just bought them. You know, just because something costs more doesn't mean it's better all the time. You know what I mean? No, that's why you got to know which parts to put on a car, which we're we're just, very good at figuring out at the West Automotive Group. Uh, um, so. Be happy I use my own car as a test sometimes. <laughs> yeah, well, that's, yeah. The thing is, is that, you know, quality parts always, you know, when almost always are a better option. There's no question about it. We don't, we don't use any offshore parts because, and, and you know, there's two parts that go into this offshore part uh, thing. Uh, one is, can be quality. The other one can be counterfeit, which we did a whole show on one time where, you know, people are producing uh, counterfeit parts that aren't even close. Like the materials aren't aren't up to standard or anything like that. You know, so um, safety items, brake rotors. We talked about. I remember coming out of China and there was a bunch of uh, parts. <laughs> they well, could be drilled off center, and you could be like, blah, I'm, blah, blah, I'm blah. not saying everything made in China. But it's <laughs> not true. But these are that's a counterfeit part versus uh, a lower quality part. You know what I'm saying? So. Um, yeah, there's a lot. Remember the airbag thing? They showed a picture of that. We were looking through all those pictures of all those airbags that were confiscated that had no, they didn't have the actual airbag in them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so those were all counterfeit. Items like that, you don't want to, and those, a lot of those are sold on the internet to, to do, do it yourself, people that, that, you know, or somebody like that, or, or somebody that's, you know, uh, putting a vehicle back together somewhere that's not, you know, not a quality facility. So, and then they sell some of those vehicles. So that stuff ends up in the country all over the place. So that's just a whole nother uh, issue when it comes, uh, uh, um, you know, as far as that goes. So uh, it, uh, um, there's so many variables that go into that. But that's just one of them. What if the vehicle's diagnosed? You bring your vehicle in, it's diagnosed improperly. And there's a bunch of uh, uh, parts put on the car that are sold to you. That don't even fix the problem. That's a whole nother into the cost that goes up rapidly, right? Versus getting the vehicle diagnosed and properly and 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 things like that. Uh, and and there's a repair done, and it's a repair you don't even need. So how high is the cost on the repair now? Lots, uh, <laughs> extremely high. It can be. So we've seen vehicles like we had a uh, um, on a, this one I talk about. I when I was we first opened the Kearney Mason location, I was down there running the location and. And uh, I spoke to these folks on the phone, and the lady had a dog grooming van company. She had a couple vans. And she said, my van is over at this auto repair shop. It got towed to off the freeway. Um, it had a problem. It stopped moving, et cetera. Wouldn't go. Lost power. They say it needs transmission. I was like, oh, well, tell me what happened. She's like driving. And I was like, well, let's get in. And it was a Ford, 4R100 trans. Well, the overdrive switch had shorted out in the column. Put the, a lot. Put, yeah, put the trans in the limp home. There was nothing wrong internally with the trans. It needed an overdrive shifter and switch assembly. Uh, it was like a $450 repair or something like that. And they were trying to sell her a $5,000 transmission. So see, that the cost on that repair would have been extremely high if you went that route, get a transmission, and you still would have the problem, right? Yes. And you need another $400 repair on top of that 5000 you already spent. 5000 is wasted. So her vehicle did not need a transmission. That was probably a misdiagnosis, too. Oh, they misdiagnosed it for sure. Well, I, mean, I don't even know if they diagnosed it. All I know is that they lost power. They got into it. It only was stuck in second gear. It was in limp home mode. And they said, oh, you need a transmission. So I don't know if they actually even went through the steps to diagnose it. But they did give a diagnosis. So therefore, it was an improper diagnosis. Yes. So oh, one of those things. Uh, that's where it gets really expensive, cost versus price. So, um, you know, in those, those see, we've seen vehicles come in with transmissions replaced in them. BMW, for instance, years ago, remember the, the, the whining noise? They'd replace the transmission thinking it was the, the uh, transmission pump and converter, and it was a PCV system. Remember, we fixed a bunch of those yes. that came in. It was just air whistling by. Yeah, $8,000 transmission for a PCV problem that cost $500, $600 to fix. So, so they bought $8,000 transmission and spent $600 with us to fix the actual problem. So, not good. Don't you remember the Toyotas? Where the where the where the dash would go or the uh, speedometer would go bad in it. Oh yeah, and it would make it freewheel. Uh huh. It'd go into neutral. Yeah, the speed sensor would go bad in this in Toyota, the instrument cluster. I think it was the, mostly the Toyota Tacomas. Yeah, 
Yeah, no, yeah, the Tacoma. We see in a couple of those people put in transmissions and brought it in. Still has the same problem. Well, you need you need the speed sensor replaced in the instrument because it wouldn't set codes and stuff. It nope, just, it would just drop out like it stopped moving. It thought the car stopped, and the speedometer would actually keep working. It wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't that the speedometer would even quit working. So there was no indication. It was just something you had to put your get back. That was when I used to have to use my old analog meter on that one. <laughs> well, yeah, because the the speedometer was a cable driven. Yeah, the sensor just got its info from the cable. Yes, and it kept working, so the speedometer wouldn't stop working. But the, but that that sensor would glitch. So and that's when you had to use your analog, so you could see it drop out like ding ding ding. ding. Yep, yep, <laughs> yep, yep. And then uh, so that was a lot cheaper repair than replacing a Toyota transmission. That's one of those you got to go to the solenoids and actually just see where it loses power to them. You know, I I had an old Geo Metro like two years ago do that. Oh yeah. After it would after you drove that car for like an hour and a half, the PCM would get warm enough. <laughs> oh, it it have a solder joint that opened up on uh-huh. it. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then you'd have to watch it. And and you know what? You would notice it would start slowly voltage. I mean, cuz it would like honestly, it was a little bit low on voltage anyways, but it's hard to tell with the PCM because you know what? It was 11, you know, it was like 11.97 volts starting out cold, mm-hmm. which you know what? Eh, you know what? Give or take on older cars like that, you could see that the PCM might lose, you know, that tad of voltage anyway. Higher resistance, stuff like that. But then you drive that thing, and then you start noticing it. It'd go, it'd start, cre- it'd start getting a little bit weird shifts, and it start creeping down to ten volts. And then by the time it got to nine or eight, it wouldn't open that cylinder anymore. <laughs> and those are the things. If you're not qualified at diagnosing a vehicle properly, that uh, can end up costing you a, a lot of money uh, because. Uh, um, parts get thrown in a car and cars don't get fixed properly. And then you're still in a situation where you need to get the car fixed. So, um, it can cost, like I said, cost a lot more money. There's no question about it. So, um, one, one of those things for sure. So definitely, uh, uh, the cost can be way, way higher than the price as we often say. Um, just, uh, gotta be very careful of that. So quality of parts, who's diagnosing your vehicle, Make it easy, folks. Just come to the West Automotive Group. We'll get you all figured out and set up. But we have seen a lot of these that we run down. What was the, what was the, the, uh, yeah, we'll talk about it when we come back. We're going to, we're going to have to take our first break here in just a second. But, uh, uh, give us a call, 1 888 Anything automotive related, me and Kevin will talk to you about. We are live here this morning chatting with you. So, uh, give us a shout and, uh, we will, uh, happy to talk to you we're going to take our first break here real quick and uh we will re- be right back um after these messages you're listening to auto talk radio on the answer san diego 1170 and 96.1 fm we'll be right back There's more Auto Talk education and empowerment on the way here on Auto Talk Radio. Get on the line and get your automotive questions answered by the Auto Man here on Auto Talk Radio. Brian Bowersock, 888-344-1170. Now, here's more Auto Talk with Brian Bowersock. All right, folks, welcome back to Auto Talk Radio this morning. We appreciate you joining us on uh, Memorial Day weekend. Isn't there a better place we'd rather be? Yeah. yeah. Good stuff here on the radio with everybody. I do want to remind you, Auto Talk Radio is brought to you by the West Automotive Group, which consists of West Escondido Automotive and Transmission up at 2200 Auto Parkway in Escondido. AAA approved and star certified for over 29 years now, taking care of folks in San Diego, North County up there. And happy to do so. Along with West El Cajon Automotive and Transmission, 844 North Johnson Avenue in El Cajon, AAA approved and smog certified out in East County, taking care of folks out there for over nine years now. And West Kearney Mesa Automotive and Transmission, 8027 Balboa Avenue, AAA approved and smog certified, taking care of folks right there in central San Diego for over five years now. 
and West Miramar Automotive and Transmission, 5726 Miramar Road and Eastgate Mall, AAA approved and star certified right there in the Golden Triangle, cross freeway from where we're sitting now for over three years now. All of us at the West Automotive Group, me, myself, and employees come together to bring you Auto Talk Radio for one simple reason, and that is uh, true believe in the same philosophy. We never put money ahead of people, very important to us. Stop in, have your vehicle service repaired, and find out what quality automotive service repair is all about for sure. The West Automotive Group is proud to offer six months no interest for your vehicle service and repair needs on approved credit. Stop in and get a West Automotive Group card. We have several different uh, avenues for that, and uh, you can use it anytime you want. Six months no interest keeps your other credit cards free and also is a great option to not be wasting money because there's no interest uh, um, for the six months. Great way to go. Uh, you can also take advantage of our Certicare transmission diagnosis. If you think you're having a transmission problem, get in, uh, let our experts diagnose it properly so that uh, you don't end up with uh, repairs that you don't need. Very important to us. Along with all the other diagnoses we perform, our master technicians will diagnose and figure out what's going on with your vehicle. That's what we do. We specialize in that. And get you, get you fixed up and back on the road and good quality transportation. Very important these days. We also offer a free shuttleized tour from work or home along with low-cost rental vehicles at all four locations. Uh, give us a follow on Facebook by going to westautomotivegroup.com and click on Twitter, Instagram, uh, or uh, Facebook, and uh, you can follow us. We send out little tips, automotive stuff, and all kinds of great stuff as far as that goes each week. So that's uh, westautomotivegroup.com, and you can click on that. You can also check me out uh, uh, for the Auto Man there. We have a wet, uh, Auto Man uh, YouTube page that goes to directly. So uh, if you click on that and go in, I am the auto man for uh, the CW on Fridays, uh, morning and evening news, and for uh, um, Fox uh, 5 on Wednesday morning, mid news uh, around 11 a.m. Uh, you can catch me live there, or you can check out, like I said, our, uh, our page after each show. Uh, um, the segments are posted. Uh, on our YouTube channel. You can get there from westautomotivegroup.com where you can also make all the appointments, etc., to get your vehicle in uh, if you prefer to do it that way or just grab one of our phone numbers off there for either location. Give one of the managers a call. The people that work for me are amazing and they're here to take care of you. That's what it's all about. Customer service for sure. Uh, we want to make sure you're taken care of properly. So once again, that's westautomotivegroup.com. You can also email me anytime at autotalk at westautomotivegroup.com. So anyway. Uh, and don't forget our podcast for Auto Talk Radio. If you want to take us on the go, are available through Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Pandora, Deezer, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeart, Radio.com, and Tune In. So, all great stuff. Now you have all the information, but just go to westautomotivegroup.com. That's the easiest thing to remember for sure. So, we're talking about cost and price and different things like that. But what I'm going to do here real quick is, uh, if I can figure out how this mouse is working... Why is my mouse way up there? So Slide there it, it to the other Down screen. There. I got it now. Let's go to Tom. Good morning, Tom. Good morning, Brian. How you doing? I'm doing amazing this morning. How about you? Looking forward That's to this good. wonderful three-day weekend and uh, giving some remembrance. So am I. So am I. Hey, um, I bought a 21 Kia Forte GT, mm-hmm. and it has a, a DCT automatic. Mm-hmm. And... Um, I've done some uh, research, and I discovered that they have what's called a, a wet DCT and a dry DCT. Correct. And that's what? DCT stands for, for everybody listening, dual clutch transmission. Right. The, 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 the wet and the dry is the clutch. Yeah, how, how they're performed. There's still oil in the gearbox either way, but yeah. depends whether... That's the cl- what I thought. Yeah, so if you have a wet DCT, that means that the clutch itself is inside the trans... And submerged in, in 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 fluid and sweat. If you have a dry DCT, there's a separate clutch outside the trans, and they manufacture them both ways. So it just depends. Like and and the other company that uses DCTs a lot is Ford. They've been using them on their Focuses for years. Yeah, but they had a lot of problems with theirs. Yes, they do. <laughs> well, and when you say problems, because typically they don't have problems till over a hundred thousand miles, what? and like anything that where, where so you know, are they cheap to fix? No, They're, the parts are expensive for them for sure. But then again, everything new stuff's expensive for these days. So I was gonna say Ford. Well, kinda... I got the the great warranty with Kia. So yeah, you get 
10 year, 100,000 mile, right? Yep. 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 That covers all the powertrain. So that transmission is covered for 100,000 miles. So, uh, now, now you say it's expensive to fix, but if the clutch is outside the transmission, isn't that like a little bit less labor then? Well, you have to remove the transmission to get to the clutch assembly, just like any other clutch in the, in that. In even, the, even being outside the transmission? Correct, yeah. Everything has to be taken apart. So it's a bit of labor to have to replace it when it's time. <clears throat> and one more question. Sure. So is one or the other better, the wet or dry? In my opinion, no. Uh, it just it, Six in one hand, half dozen in the other. So uh, they both do okay. work pretty well as far as that goes. And when I say expensive, I just mean not any more expensive than it is like to fix an automatic transmission or to fit, you know, so it, it just, it is what it is, but they require to do repairs to them obviously requires a lot of labor. So, and then the parts cost. So, yeah. Well, you know about the DCTs nowadays, they say they shift quicker than if you had a, a, a manual. That is correct. And- that is correct. Yeah. And uh, so I had a, a, a stick for like over 20 years, so I don't mind having the automatic now. <laughs> no, and those are fun to drive. They are for sure. There's no question about it. They, it makes for a great driving experience. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm enjoying them. I, nice. I've had it for about a year now. There you go. Yeah, no, nice cars to drive, fun to drive for sure. And I got lucky. I bought it just a year ago, April, just before car prices and the market went crazy just before it went crazy yeah see i i, I bought my my new truck uh in in september october of 2020 uh, so i got in there just like you right before everything started to really climb yeah so all right brian have a good uh holiday weekend and good talking to you you do the same tom thanks for joining us and you have a wonderful safe weekend you too bye. take care bye so good Good. Uh, I just wanted to touch on that Ford thing because Ford Ford did seem to get their issues taken care of there. Oh, I they mean, did. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, um, and once again, the problems hadn't been with most of those over a hundred thousand miles, right? I mean, most of them were up higher mileage. It wasn't like every twenty thousand miles they were having problems with them. Yeah, and part of their problems was the PCM that they built on the side, but that wasn't. I mean, they outsourced a lot of those. Them, well, and they them. updated that, yes. the software on it, too. So, yeah, they made a lot of changes. They did, for sure. Because, honestly, the, the system itself didn't seem to be too bad. Um, they were just having problems with their PCM not, not keeping up. Because the PCM actually has the motors in it that move the the, the shift forks. Uh-huh. So, I mean, and normally they don't build that stuff. They outsource it anyways. They had an issue with it. And they had the because re- And a lot of them were under warranty already when, when the PCM got replaced. I mean, as long as you... You know, if, if you if you uh, if you dealt with it then, because that's Correct. what tore everything up was if you didn't get the new PCM in there, then you have clutch, clutch fails, yes. failures, and stuff like that. Correct, exactly. So, why do we always have to live in the state with the highest gas prices? I want to vote that around. Somebody else needs to take the highest gas prices. <laughs> we Can were somebody having else take this it? discussion the other day ago. <laughs> I was like, the weird thing is. They, as much as many people that live in California, and not, as much, not the sidebar here, but I was just thought no, it came I know. up on the screen. I was like, geez. Well, gasoline's part of this, anyways. But as many people that live in this state, and as high as gas taxes we pay here, we should be a very, very rich state. And the, somebody said we are, but I'm like, wait, well, no, we're not because we're broke at the end. They were like, well, they spend it wrong. And well, that 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 goes back to we don't have the money then. <laughs> yeah, we have a train that goes nowhere. There you go. See, yeah, we let's spent not the get money. into that. Uh-huh. <laughs> Hey, Brandon, have you ever rode on the train that goes nowhere? No? He's not listening. He's not listening. He's not paying attention to us. He's over there doing something else. So, anyway, all good stuff. All right, folks, give us a call here. 1-888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. Anything automotive-related, we're here to talk to you about. We are talking about cost and price today and multiple other things as far as that goes. Oh, there was some good stuff that... uh, um, couple articles that i saw that were important what did i do with them oh there it is so uh uh things that we talked about i i was gone and went to the auto care association uh it's called the uh, um leadership days where all the people for automotive aftermarket and throughout uh, meet um that's where i was last weekend went did that or last week and then the weekend um so we are talking a lot about uh, cybersecurity, uh, hacking posed risks to the automotive industry. So, um, which uh, is 
not really a new thing because they've been doing these kind of things. Uh, what is it again? Cybersecurity hacking cars. Oh, yeah, yeah. What? You know what? The funny thing is, because we went somewhere like a month ago and somebody used the jammer on both. My son met us there. They used, they unlocked both of our cars because they didn't use it. You know what? Both of my cars were locked and, and we have key fobs for them. But that's not that's not even cybersecurity because no, the edge of that truck. But, but it's still they jam they jam the 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 uh, lock module on. Yeah, the, I mean that's what I'm saying. No matter what it is, they can figure it out. Yeah. Oh yeah. So re, yeah, recently cybersecurity hackers were able to remotely start nine Honda models from nearby, including the Honda Civic LX and Honda Civic Hatchback. This is a concerning issue that brings up the larger idea of automotive cybersecurity in general. An effort to address just this. Uh, to address this see that's the bad thing because especially a low card and what i mean when i mean a low, like honda civic uh chevy you know covo you know a lot of people buy those cars for to save money on gas so they they do have a lot of accidents they're high stolen cars because they well, want them for body parts and, and stuff and most cars now come as a hot spot yeah your car does so the risk is especially high for vehicles with the newer technologies such as evs Hackers and cybersecurity attackers have more opportunities to collect and sell data through vehicles with more flashed-out electrical infrastructure, So, which is what, what we have. Um, cyber attacks on cars increased 125% from 2018 to 21. This huge increase. This is how they steal cars now, too, because you can't – you don't have – you, you, they don't clone keys or anything like that now. They actually can log in and start the car and unlog it. If they can get through, because it's keyless entry, <clears throat> or, or keyless drive too. I mean, obviously, it, you know what I mean. It has push button. I mean, because you use your key fob. Although we're doing a lot more things in the automotive industry to stop this, so they are working on it, and they've come up with some good good items to do so. Uh, so, but if you know this, like you buy a new car, I've got an app here and I got myself a connected car. I can open the car. I can open the windows. I can run the fan. I can start the car. You can do a lot of things by doing that. Uh, potentially, there is a risk to there is a risk. So this risk level needs to be managed and be decreased as much as possible. Uh, we know our business that the risk zero doesn't exist, and that's true. There will always be a risk when, as we put technology in these vehicles, but they're kind you know getting more and more uh, ways to reduce the risk of things like this happening. But it's something that's always going to happen anyway. Uh, so that's just one of those things one that, uh, come with technology, right? Yes. I mean, th- no matter what they come out with new, there's, there's, I mean, smart bu- people build these, but you got to remember, there's also smart people on the other side that are, they can go around it. Cause you know what I mean? Exactly. Well, yeah, exactly. That, that's well, they're just as fact. smart as the other guy. It's just, they're on the opposite side. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's a true fact. There's no question about that. So plus keep in mind, I consider myself a smart guy, but that's a pretty low bar for some other people too, I bet. So it's <laughs> <laughs> a pretty low bar. Oh, mercy. Uh, and uh, you know, uh, one of the issues we just saw, uh, so outside of the cybersecurity thing and, and how low a bar it is for Brendan to be a smart guy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I fell for that one. You did. You opened the door. I'm sorry. I had to go through it. It's, it's holiday weekend humor, and we're going with it, Brendan. Thanks for being part of the show. No problem. <laughs> and coming and stepping up for sure. All right, folks, we're going to, after talking about cybersecurity and Brendan's intelligence, we are going to uh, take a <laughs> short break here. Give us a call, one 888 1170 That's 888-344-1170. Anything automotive, re- anything automotive related, we're happy to talk to you about. You listen to Auto Talk Radio on the Enter San Diego, 1170 AM and 96.1 FM in North County. We'll be right back after these messages. There's more Auto Talk education and empowerment on the way here on Auto Talk Radio. Get on the line and get your automotive questions answered by the Auto Man here on Auto Talk Radio. Brian Bowersock, 888-344-1170. Now, here's more Auto Talk with Brian Bowersock. Ah. 
Welcome back to Auto Talk Radio, and thanks for joining us this morning on this Memorial Day weekend. We are proud to have you with us. Love doing Auto Talk Radio, especially with Brendan here. We need somebody to pick on. That's right, with my intelligence. With your intelligence. (laughs) Do want to remind folks that Auto Talk Radio is brought to you by Interstate Batteries, battery for every need. They are the highest quality batteries out there. We do not stock nor sell any other batteries in the West Automotive Group for one simple reason. They're the number one technician recommended battery worldwide, no matter where you are. So, Brendan, if you need a battery, get yourself an interstate battery, which you did. I think we gave you a battery. Yes, you did. Thank See, you. you're welcome. I'm happy to help you that way. That way he could start his car to make it. In case he needed a second. No, I'm just kidding. That way he could start his car to make it to the show this morning. That's right, which is important. He needs to be here to take care of us. Brendan is an integral part of the West Automotive Group uh, and Auto Talk Radio Show, for sure. Although, Brendan, since you got such a good battery, I would ex- I, you need an alarm system. You know, the way these people have been stealing catalytic converters and batteries later out of people's cars. Hey, uh, you know what? Speaking of which, my wife sent me something. Uh, San Diego County is going to be doing uh, free imp- uh, implants in your catalytic converter so it can match your uh, license plates. No, what, the, the, what they're doing is they're etching them. Etching them. Yeah, I was yeah, hearing plants. Sorry. Oh, my no, God. No, no. I was well, like, you what? know what I meant when I said that. See, this is well, what I Well, first I was like, may, maybe you're talking about something that I've never no. heard of. No, I'm so sorry. when you're saying, yeah, so they're, et- that, yeah, so, and a lot of us do that. We've done it for customers, too, before. But it doesn't prevent them from being stolen. What happens is, though, when the guy gets pulled over with a stack of them in his car, they can link them to who they belong to. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. But so. by that point, you've already had it replaced. Uh, because when you come out and start your car, if somebody steals your catalytic converter, you'll know the minute you start your car. Right, right. So it sounds like a NASCAR. So is it really worth it to do? I mean, it's free. Yeah. Yeah, it's worth it because the idiots, excuse me, I shouldn't say idiots. These people's (laughs) IQ is extremely low. They're stealing things. So, you know what? I seen a tape the other day ago and the guy goes, hey, I wanted to show you, you know, he put, he put it out on, you know, whatever thing, but the video shows he goes, watch this guy. This car pulls up. This guy gets out. He goes, he looks under my truck, and then the floodlights come on because he's got one of those ring floodlight things. Uh-huh. The guy spooks him, but he goes, if you watch the guy, he watched him go after he did that. He went to all the other neighbors' cars uh-huh. and started looking underneath their cars, and then he, he was goes, checking for access to the well, catalytic converter. Yes, and yeah. then he goes, the next night, they came back and stole him. Oh. He goes, so they do come, he goes, this is me showing you they scoped them. This is the next night showing that, he goes, and obviously you sleep through this stuff. He goes, I got a camera of it. What's I that? don't know how you sleep through somebody with a Sawzall cut your catalytic converter Dude, off. Dude, they're battery operated. They're not very noisy. No, but the cutting of the metal, we all know. We've cut yeah, pipe but, but many if you're, times. But if your bedroom's in the back of the house, dude, that's, you're not going to hear that. Maybe. That's true, but I'm just saying that's a brazen thing to do. Yes, and, it is. And you remember, I was talking, I think, when we first talked about this, I saw a video, and it literally took them only like 30, 50 seconds. Oh, it doesn't take out. long. No. No. Yeah. no, but I mean, if you're going to do three neighbors in a row, you're pushing your luck. <laughs> if you're going to pop one and run, I could, I see that yeah. where nobody. Let's put it this way. Most of these people are pretty brazen, dude. I'm saying, you know. I know, I, but for the amount of people in the world that don't sleep really well, you could get the wrong place, man, you know. Yep. You know, when Ralph with a baseball bat comes out, and you got his catalytic converter in your hand, and he's chasing you down the street, not a good thing, man. Not a good thing. I first off, don't don't steal. I mean, plain and simple. This just that's just wrong. I don't. You know, why don't you get a job, man? You know what I know? There's a lot of jobs available out right right now. So why don't you just go get a job, well, and I'm, you don't have to steal a catalytic converter? I was just right? thinking because the pills that the doctor got me on right now, I don't sleep a lot right myself, so I get bored and tend to look out the windows a lot. So I'm just. Kevin's like a dog on the couch looking out the window. <laughs> I am. <laughs> anyway. I got a dumb question then, then to help with more of this whole stealing process then. Oh, you want to help so, the people that are stealing? No, no, Great, no, 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 no. I mean, as in, so they take those catalytic converters and try to resell them? It's, they take they them, to a, them to a catalytic converter scrap place, yeah. Okay. Can these people at the scrap pay place see the etching and then look up to see where the car or uh, the car and legitimate the scrap people will not buy those? Yes, they 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 won't buy them because they're supposed to be taking photos. But once again, if you got thieves stealing stuff, you got illegitimate people that will buy them. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah, and yeah. that's the problem. But normal, like your normal uh, recycling place, scrap, they won't touch those um, from somebody they don't know, especially if they're coming in with license numbers on them. 
they're not doing they're not going to because they're liable also they can be prosecuted also right so um and they're not going to give also what they'll do is they'll often refuse to buy them and then they'll call on the people as they're leaving like hey and that's how they get pulled over a lot of times so how do you know a place is a legitimate scrapyard and which one's those like illegitimate ones i don't know i don't own a scrapyard oh okay well no. well <laughs> that's not what i meant when i, I got to <laughs> I've been decluttering my house lately, and I, I, even electronics, I've been taking, because you know I had the stereo system I was going to hook up to the house, but now we're into this. So anyways, I go to take all this electronic stuff down to my, to my you know, Edco, basically, uh-huh. oh, and they're all saw- like, we need your ID, sir. Where'd you get all this stuff? I'm well, like, um. They do that. So every, every recycling place, like we recycle all our scrap metal that we get, like parts off cars, control arms, all radiators, all that stuff that's no good goes in a scrap metal pile, and then we take it and recycle it. Well, my driver has to give his driver's license. They keep a copy of it, and it's all put in a computer, and you get a receipt for the money they give you for the scrap metal. Which but is, that's how they keep track of it. I, I mean, know they so do. They, have, they do have a – so that would be considered a legitimate place. But you don't know on the side. They could be buying catalytic converters and not doing that with everybody, you know? So I don't know. Some, somewhere somebody's buying them, or they wouldn't be stealing them. Exactly. You know what I mean? So we should have more government regulations on scrapyards then? No. Possibly? No. Okay. Just ask. But that's going to make. I don't, that, they already do. But they, they, you, you can't. Bad people are bad people, man. And you can't it, tax people. I mean, basically, if you put too much. Tax, imp- yeah, but, but if you put inflammation on them where it costs them more money, it's kind of like a tax. And then it's going to cost more money for it. That's the problem. You can't regulate everything. You can try. I mean, and there's already laws in place to regulate, which is you must provide a photo ID. So if the scrapyard's doing it properly, they're keeping all the database. And if every scrapyard did it properly, nobody would steal these. But there's people out there that, you know, are doing things they shouldn't. See, it seems like it's almost 50 on scrapyards and on the people that are stealing them uh, for this whole situation. Yeah, but I wouldn't say on scrapyards because check it out. There's dishonest auto repair shops, but I don't want to be associated with those. We don't at the West Auto. So, I mean, that shouldn't shine on us. I would say 90% of the scrapyards are honest. They are. 10% are buying or or buying these catalytic converters. But like another thing you mentioned, too, in order to find a more honest place, you would suggest going to a AAA uh, approved uh, auto repair facility. There are are going to be more honest uh, auto repair shops. So that's a way to kind of regulate. And it's not really a government kind of way to regulate, too. Correct. So maybe we can implement that into scrapyards as well, possibly. Yeah, um, I don't know if there's an organization. There may be an organization that regulates them also. I don't, I, you know, that's something like that. So AAA is just an added feature. We have the Bureau of Automotive Repair also, mm-hmm. which is a, a, a state agency. Right. And then we're AAA approved just because that's another level where AAA actually does an even higher job of of of. of we have to have the best CSI over 90% all the time. They're always checking it. They make sure that our facilities are up to par. Our warranties have to be over a specific level. Exactly. All these things. Yeah. And customer service has to be extremely good. Exactly. So that's a bunch of regulations there that help you approve that you are an honest facility and you're focusing Correct. on trying to give the best service to For all the, of the customers. We're That's trying right. to make the industry better at all times yeah. so that customers are treated well yes. as of now i and for both of us we can't think of anything for a scrapyard to show how honest there are but there may be an organization like that already i yeah. just have never checked i don't know no, for, no. for scrapyards i, I have no it's idea possible the bar even looks over something like that because it's, a lot of times it's scrapyard which is well automotive. because it's automotive parts um it's possible that i don't that the bar has a the, the not the normal bar office, but it has has a division that handles that too. I don't. Consumer affairs probably looks yes. over it somehow, some way. Consumer affairs is humongous. Consumer affairs bar is part of the which is Bureau of Automotive Repair is part of consumer affairs, but so is Barbertology. They have consumer affairs. Uh, the me- me- medical board. I know all these different state agencies that the medical board is part of consumer affairs, and those people are police officers. They carry guns because they arrest doctors and people like that doing illegitimate things so to say that all scrap metals were bad would be to say that all doctors are bad too because there's been plenty of bad ones of those but they're not 90 percent of them are good people and they're doing their job the 10 percent give us all a bad black eye as i shall say in whatever industry you're in and we don't want that so no, you 10 percent of people go away <laughs> yeah it's now. my theory yeah and you thieves go away if we get rid of those people the 10 percenters in the, that are bad in the industry and we get rid of the thieves then we're all doing good right 
Well, I, you know, I just don't have an answer on how to do that. So I want to say, I want to say, like a year ago, and I'll never forget this picture. And I just stood there with my jaw. I was, I was got out of my truck, and somebody rode past me on a bicycle with a with a battery opposite sawzall on them all. Oh, I yeah. know what you're doing. Well, that that person's going to get stopped. By the first I, I, police officer that sees him riding down the road, he's going to get pulled over on his bicycle. I'm just like, I, I was just staring at him because you know. Know what he's doing, man. I got a Sawzall story, but I'll tell you. So I, I want to finish my interstate battery thing. Hey, folks, uh, we we kind of cut off during this when I was doing this. They are the highest quality batteries. We don't stock or sell anything else at the West Automotive Group. So, um, yeah, you know what? If you need a battery for any other need, they have a battery for every need. So you can check them out at ninety three forty five in Cabot Drive in Miramar or La Mesa and Seventieth in University. If you need a battery for your vehicle, jump on westautomotivegroup.com, get an appointment, get in. We'll get an interstate installed just like we did for Brendan. So that's what we'd like to do. But the Sawzall thing I was going to talk about, these people steal all kinds of things. I, I I don't know if you remember this story or not. I'd worked really late one night. I think it was like in my office at midnight. Uh-huh. And I was leaving and I checked all the doors. And as I'm walking to my truck, I hear a Sawzall go off. Now, keep in mind, where we're at there, it's very quiet, Indust- right? It's industrial Industrial, so nobody's there. At nighttime. At nighttime, yeah. I hear, I'm like, what in the heck is that? So I like go walking up the street. Of course, I'm all quiet, and I walk around the corner of this building that's next to us. Uh-huh. And there's a there's a company there that sold copy machines, you know, like copier machines, like big... And there must have been some left out back that are probably no good. This dude's cutting them apart with a Sawzall. And it's loud. I was like... Especially it's loud when there's not a, you know, yeah, yeah. There, you, you know, when there's nobody around and you could hear a pin drop and then all of a sudden a Sawzall goes off cutting Mets, you know, scrap. So I, on my way out, I called the Escondido Police Department. I'm like, hey, at this address, there's a guy behind the building cutting up copy machines with a Sawzall. I don't know that he's <laughs> I'm pretty, pretty sure, sure he doesn't that, work for the copy that's, it, Yeah, it's like one o'clock in the morning. I'm pretty sure he doesn't belong there. And she's like, oh, will you be waiting on us? I'm all, nope, going home. I don't, <laughs> want, any, I don't, I don't want it. I don't want any part of this, but I'm telling you, I would come check this out because it's probably not good. Hopefully the guy that, that they arrested for doing that isn't listening. Like, oh, you're the dude that told on me. <laughs> but... And once again, you see something, you hear something, say something, and that's what I do. Well, that's just not right. Just don't steal. That's not right. Well, so. yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly, as Kevin says. Anyway. The dude should have been at home minding his own business instead of someone else's business in their backyard, basically. And he wouldn't have gotten in I'm trouble. I'm thinking at 1 o'clock in the morning, if you're not actually working, you should probably you know, be sleeping. Because I've left there late, too, and sometimes being that an industrial place, some I mean, Sometimes I remember I walked out of there one night and there was more people walking around and riding bikes around that place. And I was yeah. like, what the? <laughs> yeah, well. It's, there's more nightlife here than there is other places. The night crawlers come out. Yeah. Well, there's nobody to bother them around there. So I know. That's one of the things. Anyway. Mm-hmm. All right. So uh, we'll get off of that and back onto something mm-hmm. better here for sure. No question about it. No, there was one uh, thing I was going to bring up. Uh, there's a couple. Jeep air suspension has a serious glitch going on right now. Uh, the 2014 Jeep Grand Cherokee vehicle showing an air suspension cooling down. Please wait. Messages frequently when no air suspension up down requests are being made. Uh, so software issue going on with those. Um, I like all these. I get all these bulletins, which I find to be amazing. I love this stuff. So, um, but uh, yeah, good stuff. You know. See, I try not to sift through too many of them until I have an issue, and then I go to them. Well, these are just these are bulletins sent out that tend to be uh, um, a high rate of things going on right now with that vehicle. Yeah, so, yeah, so they send they're just like on on, on the thing. So, uh, oh, here's a really cool one for everybody. Average vehicle age is twelve point two years now. So, what? Uh, so the average age of vehicles that people own is 12.2. If you took all the years, if you took all the vehicles owned by everybody nationwide and you divided them by the number, you know, figured out the year, took all the years, uh, 12.2 years old is the average vehicle. Uh, the 12.3 increases the past year, bumps the average vehicle age up by two months, and it is the fifth year in a row that the increase has been seen. The average age of a car on the road right now, oh, actually, is 13.1 years, and the average age of a truck is 11.6 years old. I got a question. What is the average car loan these days? Uh, five years, I think. So Five to six, maybe seven years. I don't so know. They Sometimes keep, they stretch them out. Well, they, well, I mean, obviously, as cars get older, I see that happening because, I mean, you don't want your car payment too much, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, 
But uh, so that, that'd be kind of right, right? You know, I mean, you keep the car like double the time you have a car. I mean, is that normal? I mean, I just I've, I just looked it up. The average car loan length is actually seventy two months, so that's six six years, years now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's why I said five to six years. Mm-hmm. It used to be five, but the cost of cars has gone up, so I think they've they've moved it out. Which obviously six years lowers the monthly payment is what it does. You end up paying more. I mean, interest. for for a normal family, I would think that would be you know I, that would be you know sounds right, right? Yeah. Well, in the pandemic, supply chain disruptions, part shortages these days are all which we do struggle with, and everybody does. Uh, keeping people in their vehicles for longer, um, as far as that goes. Before the pandemic began, the average vehicle age was anticipated to be flattened because sales had declined, but as the pandemic interrupted production and it became difficult to access components such as semiconductors, things changed. So good stuff there to hear about. Anyway, so which goes to the thing, you save a lot of money if you drive a vehicle for 200,000 miles. Every vehicle you buy, I'm not kidding. You save a quarter million dollars a year. I, I mean, get... in a lifetime, if you drive the value of it, every vehicle you buy, I don't care what it is or who. But I always try to get past that. But I, I, I know, but I'm, <laughs> that, but the point that I'm making to that is that you 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 get your value out and you save money in the long run by doing that for sure. So this okay. is this is something. When, normally, when I go buy a car, I buy a car that I'm 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 more than happy with. And what I mean by that is. I have too many friends that say this to me. I'm happy with it for now. And we all know what's going to happen. Because that's to me, that's a waste of money. Because you know they're going to try and off it as soon as they can and then move on to the next one. You, you know what I mean? So at least, my suggestion is when you do buy a car, make sure you're happy with it. Because you will tend to keep it longer if you're happy with it, right? Correct. Which, which is Absolutely. A, which is a money thing. I mean, Absolutely. to me, I, I don't really like. I mean, you know, that's a lot of, I mean, what's the, I wonder what the average, this is a good question. What is the average car payment these days? I don't even know what that is. I haven't had a car payment in so long. I don't even know what an average, I mean, the last time I had a car payment was less than 300 bucks. It depends on the price of the car <laughs> that you buy not, without question. So, All right. So here's that one. Uh, for new cars, $644 a month. And for used cars, $488 a month is the average car payment right now. This and then, for a used car, $488 a month. That's correct. Then you, have you to can add do a lot of repairs on, on a car on a car that you have to, yeah. make it, to make it worthy that you're saving insurance, saving registration costs, and versus buying a new car or another car. That's a lot of 500 bucks a month for a used car. That's, it is pretty high compared to the new one, that's for sure. That's $6,000 a year in car payments <laughs> See, on a used car. This is according to multiple, sir. Like, no, six. I'm sure it's true. I'm not saying it's not true. <laughs> yeah. I, what I'm saying is that's a lot of money. You know what I'm saying? You can do a lot of repairs for $6,000 a year. Ah, and you know, that's a lot of wasted vacation money and food money and... <laughs> <laughs> Well, and de- oh, and definitely gas money for that matter. Yes. Jeez Louise. Hey, it's cheaper to drink, so drink and don't drive. Okay? Sir, I'm not kidding you. This is the first time ever this past, I think yesterday, uh, I was filling up my wife's car, and I finally hit $70 worth of gas. I mean, jeez Louise. That's a lot for a little car. I know. Hey. At least at least I got a $50 gift card to Chevron. That's about like five tanks of gas. <laughs> five tanks of gas. Or not five tanks, excuse me, five gallons. Five gallons of five gas, gallons exactly. Of gas. That's about it. Yeah. Or, uh, actually, well, it's gas is almost six bucks a gallon now, so you get 10 gallons out of it almost. Oh, thanks. So that makes, you, oh, you're, you're 8. 8.6, 8.6 gallons. For, that, that's hey, that's liquid gold, my friend. That's I the size of tank on my Saturn. Like I, 10 gallons, I yeah, think. Oh, yeah, I, I've never yeah. actually put 10 gallons in it, though, even oh. when it's empty i think it only comes to like nine something nine gallon nine yeah but you know something. what that little car i can go all week long i could drive back and forth to San Diego all week long and still have gas left over the reason why i went to chevron recently is because uh we were getting my car smock checked and the mechanic that was looking at it said oh by the way don't ever ever get costco gas and i read online costco gas was like just as good as chevron and shell because they add the additives in there, mm-hmm. but he said no. Way too, too way too many cars come in to me, and they say and it breaks down so quickly. So that was like the first time in like I don't know five or six years I went to a Chevron uh, mm-hmm. to fill up gas. So do you, do you agree with that? Because I've only heard good things about Costco gas personally, but I mean we I don't I don't see a lot of problems with gas period, problems here in Southern California. Period. Okay. We don't. So gotcha. One of those things for sure. But uh, 
Um, we don't recommend changing gas with smogging car. I mean, it just, I don't. I mean, there, okay, Chevron is. Well, there's. The, because of their There's additives. There's some nice additives in the vehicle yes. and the fuel for things. So I'd say top tier fuel companies are are all, but I, I don't. I've never seen problems with the water and stuff in Costco no, gas or anything. Especially like Especially here in Southern California, we don't have uh, um, that many issues with fuel. So anyway, all right, folks. Well, hey, you know, we're talking about cost versus price, and all I can tell you is uh, make sure that uh, you're spending your money wisely because inflation's up, money's tight. And we don't want to be wasting anything, that's for sure. So uh, get your vehicle in and have it diagnosed properly. As I always say, best money spent is on a qualified facility with a qualified technician doing a quality diagnosis. Um, And you will save a ton of money because parts aren't being thrown at the car. So get it in, get it repaired properly. And as we know now, to buy another used car is $6,000 a year. Or if you want to buy a new car, probably about $8,000 a year, it sounds like. Um, by the numbers, so actually more than that because you got to add car insurance on top of that. Yeah, you do. So my point to this is keep your car in good working order, and in doing so, you'll save a lot of money. Keep driving. So that's that's my suggestion. A new car registration is about six seven hundred dollars a year too, and <laughs> so that's like depends on of- the car. It it goes by the value of the car, I believe, what you paid for it. So and then it depreciates over time, and that's why the registration prices come down. So as far as that goes. All right, San Diego and everybody else out there, we truly appreciate you joining us here on this Memorial Day weekend. Uh, I'd like to give thanks uh, in in, uh, remembrance to all those folks that have given their lives for our freedom. Please remember them while you're enjoying the weekend holiday, okay? Keep the rubber side down and the shiny side up. Be safe until next Saturday. This has been Auto Talk Radio on The Answer San Diego 1170 and 96.1 FM in North County. We'll catch you next week. answers to all your automotive questions tune in every week at this same time for auto talk with brian bowersock to learn more about brian become a guest or sponsor of the show or if you have additional questions visit the westautomotivegroup.com that's the westautomotivegroup.com and click on auto talk radio join us again next week for more auto talk This program is sponsored by West Automotive Group. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.